1: Listen to our shows on our Watchman Alert Radio Network, and you can listen to Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglensmith.com. Warn Radio is now on these platforms: Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Vlog Talk Radio. Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Amazon Prime in Podcast. And that's the new one that we are on. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. State of a Moral Nation. When looking at the direction of a nation or a people, we look to its leadership. This includes the political, religious, and social leadership of a nation. In the Valley of Kingdoms, we find that in the end, the lust of travail will prevail. Follow the story as we find the steps taken and the events unfold. Logos Word of truth is plain and no nonsense here. The word of truth, which is God, of God, and sent from God, in John chapter 15, verse 20, the scripture reads as follows, If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours. The latest posts on warn-usa.com Prophecy, The Feast, and the Word of God all combine to bring you shadows of things to come. In Time Advocacy Report moves forward into the toughest regions of the earth for people to hear the gospel. The word to go ye and to preach is not taken lightly by believers in nations around the world. Be sure to get your copy of the book, The Rising, by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We continue the story of of Mac, a former black ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can Max Save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, and many more. And The Rising eBook can be found on Google Play. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglennsmith.com and also there you can visit the Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature the Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good.
1: Yeah, it's. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Doing good. Doing good. We are here. It warmed up. Some of the snow melted. And we've got a cold front coming in next week. Getting close to Christmas, so. Yep. So here we are in December in Wyoming when you're in December, January, February, you know it's not you know you know you're not living down in Phoenix or but, some of the other warm places Mexico, South America.
1: But thank God we're not living at the North Pole.
0: Yeah Not that we don't get below zero temperatures and it gets cold. we do. So at any rate, Warren Isaiah again. And uh, well, be sure to check out our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglensmith.com. And uh, we do have some information. You know, we didn't mention that. Uh, well, wait a minute. I just really got that put together.
1: What's that? Oh, Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting.
0: I'm looking for where I put that.
1: Well, anyway, I'm going to read the introduction. Go ahead. Tonight on Battle Lines, we have Trust the Lord, and it brings us to part 154 and to the end of chapter 50 in Isaiah. We have come a long way in Isaiah, but we have never lost the sight of our God and His hand upon His Beloved. Yet for us today, in the new covenant, we rest upon the fact of the faithfulness of God and our redemption found in Jesus Christ. With trouble afflicting Israel, God brings them out of bondage and into the covenant with Him, leading them to Jerusalem. Even today we find Israel in Jerusalem. Trust in the Lord, for you shall never be ashamed, and spend time with our Savior and Lord. And now back to you. Did you find that Spotify?
0: Well, you know, I did have it. I worked on it, and it disappeared in here, Mm. in uh, in my promo stuff. That's weird. At any rate... I've got to get it all put together again because I do have something from Spotify, but it doesn't have all the stuff on it. We are on Spotify. We've been on Spotify because we are on, uh, you know, some of the other channels that uh, connected to Spotify. So we automatically, and I believe we got two channels on Spotify now. Um, But at any rate, Spotify puts out something every every year. This is the second time we've gotten it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, you want to read that or just? Yeah. At any rate, I I do have uh, some other stuff I wanted to talk about that. Do
1: you want me to read this?
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: So on Spotify, under Visions of the Time... There's 107 episodes, and they're being viewed in seven countries. And um, the hours are up 180 percent for viewing. And um, I don't know what else, Dana, because it doesn't say much.
0: Well, no, it doesn't.
1: But there was it was. But we've had an increase
0: at 33 percent yeah and I have a bunch of other figures from that, but I don't have it here. I did have it. I don't know what happened to it and
1: uh oh, here I have it
0: well um, well, I made a full post out of it over here on my on my stuff that I use regular, and it's not there.
1: well, I have one here our on our spotify platform the w i b r Warren radio was up thirty three percent And ours were up 181%. Our worldwide Spotify audience are audio time travelers. They seek out podcasts that are new to them regardless of whether they're new to the rest of the world. From January 30th through February 5th, we had 69% more listeners compared to our average week. Our Spotify podcasts um, were heard in in seven countries... The top five were the United States, South Africa, Malaysia, United Kingdom, and Brazil. And there you have it, Dana.
0: Yeah, and that was uh, the post, but I had some other information on there, and I think what happens, (coughs) excuse me, is that when I copied and pasted it on on that, that... uh, it ought it and sometimes it'll click and delete where you left that does happen especially with this mouse i've got here. that's
1: frustrating
0: yeah because it has a little side button that's really close and it does other things (laughs) yeah well at any rate we were excited about that spotify gave us one and we were up last week uh, last year um And we're on what we call, and this is why it's WARN Radio, the Watchman Alert Radio Network, W-A-R-N, WARN Radio, the Watchman Alert Radio Network. And we have a network of platforms where our shows are heard on, and Spotify is one of them. And so these figures we just read you is just from the Spotify Um, broadcast and so we're happy with that because we're we're in the top five countries and uh, the United Kingdom the United States even in our other figures comes in pretty heavy with what we do of course we're based in the US so we have a lot right here but we have had people to our websites from uh, literally every country on earth I mean you know, a lot of them. And uh, I haven't gone down every country on earth to see if it's there, but we've had, over the years, people from everywhere on our site. And one of the biggest ones, one time when we were doing this, we had China, and they were hitting every uh, one of our web pages, every one of our podcasts, every one of our articles And we had China. Then we also had um, people from, uh, oh, that uh, government agency uh, down in the Mexican desert, uh, down in the,
1: oh,
0: uh uh, where is that, down in, it's not Nevada. It's right on the tip of my tongue, but at any rate, it's. uh, New Mexico, New
1: Mexico, I mean.
0: Yeah, it's in New Mexico. Area
1: 51 or whatever it
0: is? No, not Area 51, but there's another one that, uh, and and it was coming right from there, too. We had uh, quite a number of them, and I was surprised it was coming from there. Uh, But at any rate, only God knows, you know, how much they monitor of all these. But uh, we've been doing the podcasts and the radio shows from many different avenues, and, uh, we'll be on one for a while and then we'll move to another one that has more range and we will do that. And, uh, especially if a particular area, you know, um, doesn't have enough listeners and stuff, but, uh, um, over the years we've, you know, we're going to be in our 25th year. We, we've had a lot of listeners. And so, um, and we are radio evangelists and teachers you know this is what we do we started on shortwave and uh uh, you know shortwave and then uh, satellite we were on satellite and uh, uh then we just did the world wide web and worked through our websites and the platforms like we do now and we have uh you know pretty good response. Um, so uh, at any rate, you can always go on over to our websites at warren osacom danaglensmith.com and you can contact us and if you're If you're you know listening from another nation, you can let us know you can You can get a hold of us there. But uh, don't try to contact me on social media to talk i I don't have time to talk on social media. I spend a lot of time on the websites, a lot of times taking care of all the articles I got to do and, and, uh, and there's just a lot of stuff. And I've, I just don't talk to people on social media because I don't have time. Uh, and that's why we don't take calls at the office. You want to contact us, do it through our websites because they' you know, this is just a, a small show. Uh, you know, we keep the costs down and uh, we do everything ourselves. I do all the website and everything. I take care of the HTML. I take care of the whole thing on the websites and been doing that for years. So we cut down the costs and we're able to offer you, you know, websites that aren't covered in a ton of advertising. Now, we do have some from our... Uh, one of uh, the people we do business with, Jetpack, who puts them on there. And we might get a few more, but it's not going to be like a lot of these because you literally have to search for the article in between all of the ads they have. And they have a ridiculous amount of ads. And so that's what Warren Radio does. And and we do have sponsors, but when we do uh, our... uh, show on advocacy for the persecuted church i advocate for them and i tell you who you can contact with them go on over there and and we tell you that you can donate to them find one of them over there to help and reach out and help the brothers and sisters in christ around the world i do not spend a lot of time uh telling you to send me money um and the bottom line of it is is that if you want to donate go on over to our websites we got one over there it's, I don't have a ton of areas for you to donate to you either want to help us or you don't and I don't worry about it but uh, nevertheless we thank God for those who do help us because they are our partners in reaching around the world and our our object is to Advocate for the brothers and sisters globally wherever they're at and also to help those that are in need and also to spread the word of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, strengthen the brethren as well. So that's the WIBR Warren Radio and on Spotify we were glad to see that uh, we were up 33% on the Spotify platform and ours were up 181%. Uh, So we had a lot of people listening. Um, And there was a note in there too, Tower, from January 30th through February 5th, that short time frame. I'm going to have to go back and see what we were teaching and doing. We had uh, 69% more listeners than our average week.
1: Yeah, that's exciting.
0: Yeah, it makes you wonder what we were doing. (laughs) Through February 5th. So, I don't know. At any rate, we're going to get into our thing now.
1: Okay, I'll see you on the other side.
0: And we are in Isaiah. And, you know, this is, uh, do you know this is heart, uh, part 154? I mentioned a little something last week. That's 154 hours. Each show is about an hour, and then it, if you take the time studying, you can add in at least one hour. It actually takes more than that, but just to make uh, you know the math easy, so that would be well over 300 hours just spent on this Isaiah series.
1: That is a lot.
0: Yeah, it is a lot. When we've been doing this a long time. And we left off in verse 5 of Isaiah 50. And I'm really glad we're in Isaiah 50. And uh, we're going to start getting into some really cool stuff. This has been really cool. Isaiah 50 and verse 8. He is near that justifies me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me. And let's go up here and take a look at verse 7. For the Lord God will help me, sustain me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. And the verse before that was, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. And I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Now all these... Uh, are compared to the Messiah, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, when he was on the cross and what he went through. And so that's what we're looking at in this, in these verses that Isaiah puts down. And, uh, the Lord Jesus was the anointed one to come. And he was also the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And, um, uh, he is the word incarnate. And so you can you can figure absolutely that when you see some of these verses, they relate exactly in pro- prophetic uh, links to the Lord when he came and what he did. So in verse 8, he is near that justifies me. Who will contend with me? Who will stand together? Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me and uh, verse 8 the Lord is near he is near that justifies me and for us today we see these verses and we know there's only one that justifies there's only one that uh, is going to redeem you and of course you can look at that that the Lord uses a lot of different people as his anointed, as his, you know, he used the prophets, you know, and he will use also the political leaders of Israel. They were, they were people that he would use. Uh, for instance, Hezekiah. And he also used uh, Isaiah at that time as the prophet. So the Lord, when he gets ready to move, he uses people. And he has different offices for them. Hezekiah had a political anointing to lead the people. He was a leader. And he was also the one chiefly responsible for bringing revival and cutting, you know, uh, removing the idols that they had erected. And uh, so, though, when we get to verse 8, Hezekiah didn't justify anybody, but he did, you know, bring a people back from idolatry but when we look at he is near there's only one who justifies and that's the lord jesus christ and when he does justify you know like scripture says if god is for me who can be against me and uh, we know from covering the persecuted church and uh, some of the pastors that say you know, if God is for me, who can be against me? Well, they have a lot of people against them. And some of them do lose their lives. And he that loses his life for my sake and the gospel, the Lord said, he shall find it. And who will contend with me? Well, today there's a lot of contenders that will take up an issue with the followers of Christ as well as with Christ. You see, they can blaspheme the Lord and that's what is really going to happen in these last days they're going to be blaspheming the lord they're going to be blaspheming god they'll be blaspheming even israel they'll be attacking christians because this is what the devil does they will deny him and even in america why do you think we got such a mess because we've fallen away from the lord And we have now Satanists on every corner trying to change America to a satanic country. At the same time, we have people coming from the south and the north trying to get in here for free and get something for free. You know, And thats they don't have nothing. They don't even have a lot of education. They have nothing to really give America. It's what they want from America. See, you're not getting scientists in. You're not getting these others in. And so the Biden administration, you know, they're working on giving them free health care. They give them a check. And that was in the news as well. So there's a lot of things happening here just for America. And a lot of nations are in turmoil. So we can see the winds of the prophetic end. We can see that this is the shaking that the Lord warned about. So as Christians, there's a lot of adversaries. That's what it says. Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me. You know, the thing of it is, the servant here, and we call the Lord the suffering servant. And that's one thing Israel couldn't see about him. And, um, who is my adversary? Let him come near. And if you get into the gospels much, you will find that the Lord met. Directly he talked directly to those who came to challenge him from the temple I mean he he would answer and talk to anybody and tell him that uh, so and the Lord would vindicate him and would approve of what he does. The Lord would not leave him or forsake him, and he would be confident to commit his cause and his own life to the Lord God, his Father. And, you know, so we see a lot of things in these verses, but it's really good to see it. In Isaiah 49, 4 through 6, and we just covered this, but I put this in here. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught and in vain, yet surely my judgment is with the Lord and my work with my God. And now saith the Lord that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him, though Israel be not gathered yet, shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserve of Israel. I also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. Now see, this is Isaiah. This is a prophetic book dealing with with Israel, dealing with Judah. And Isaiah has a lot of prophecies, but Isaiah spoke to a lot of issues. And this directly... Connects the Messiah in, in these words there's only one that he gave for a light to the Gentiles and that is that thou mayest be my salvation there is no other salvation under heaven whereby men must be saved and that is through Jesus Christ Yeshua HaMashiach and so you're finding this you know you can find this in, in the New Testament you know you can read Ephesians Colossians <clears throat> you can get into Revelation you know, Revelation chapter 1, and the Lord is saying, I am he who was dead, and now I am alive forevermore. And he calls himself, I am the Almighty, in Revelation 1. <clears throat> and then you get down to Revelation 22 there's a challenge there and it shows you how the judgment's going to be he that is wicked let him be wicked still he that is righteous let him be righteous still and you can find a couple more little comparisons in that verse along those lines and then he says behold i come quickly and i'll give to every man according as his work shall be so if you're in this world doing evil god's going to give you an evil reward you're not going to like it if you're you know here and you know the lord and you're working for him and you love him you're going to get a righteous reward and so you're not going to be justified by the law and there's a lot of people even in america there's a lot of groups we have today and uh, they are seeking different ways of redemption there is only one way of redemption as i said before So, behold, the Lord God, the Lord Jehovah, Yahweh, in other words, will help me. And, of course, he was, (coughs) he did a lot to always bring up the fact that it was his father doing the works through him. Matter of fact, he told the, you know, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the others, the lawyers would even come out. They brought the whole group to him many, many times, and they would challenge him. And he says, if you don't believe me, believe the works which the Father does through me. And when he raised Lazarus from the dead, that was it, you know. You would have thought they would have been happy to see him do that, but instead they plotted to kill him. I mean, you know. If if you had anybody in America raising people from the dead, you would have half the country following them. They would swear that they're the Messiah. But you don't. But that's not all the Lord did. Not to mention the fact that Lazarus had been dead for four days and he should have been decomposing and he should have been stinking. So it's interesting to see the power of God. Who is he that shall condemn me? We, we go on in verse 9. Lo, they shall wax old as a garment. The moths shall eat them up. Who will condemn me? If God is his strength and keeper, as the word says, if God be for me, who can be against me? And I've said that previously. And... Uh, now see this is a verse I really like and it's out of Paul, out of Romans and Paul gives this to the Romans and living in the you know the Roman Empire uh, you know Paul being a Jew was actually a pre-born citizen in one of the exchanges he had with one of the Roman soldiers the Roman soldier I think who was a centurion told him that uh, he had to purchase his freedom, and, and Paul told him. He says, "But I was freeborn." So here, here's a guy, Paul, who was a freeborn Roman citizen. He was a Jew, and and he was, you know, well known. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee, and the Lord saved him. So Romans eight thirty one through thirty seven. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? See, and and I say amen surely to that because we're coming into tough times. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. That is on the cross. That is the blood of the covenant, the atonement. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And, And see, that's one thing you have to understand is God wants to provide for you. You know, the Lord said in a verse talking, and this was in the early part of John, um, where he says, Hitherto you have not asked anything of my Father in my name. But you can ask, and I'm paraphrasing, that your joy may be full. And what I picked up in that verse is that your joy may be full. See, and, and even in the end times, even in shaking, even in tough times, The Lord wants us to have joy. He wants to provide for us. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. That's right. If you're in, you know, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. and The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John chapter 1. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. Thank God for that, because we have a future in heaven. You know, when we die here in this physical death, this body is a body of death for every human that's born. But see, through Christ, the second death, that's when this body dies and your spirit appears before God, because he is, the Father is the spirit, you're going to be judged. And through Christ, if you know Christ, that judgment will have no effect on you because you are blameless. That's why you become born again. You receive him, John 1. You're born again to the Spirit, John 3. You abide in him, John 15. You confess your sins. Learn about that in Romans 3 through 7. And in 1 John 1, you walk in the light. 1 John 1, you walk in the light as he is in the light. And then go to 1 John 5 and you read that. You see, there is a whole pattern, a path that the apostles left for us. We know the truth. And his spirit bears witness with our spirit. So as we go through Isaiah, see... I'm going through because I can look and see what the apostles have said since they got the revelation. See, because the Lord himself came and said, I've come not to destroy the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. And that's what he did. So is it any wonder that Isaiah wrote a lot of this stuff and the Lord fulfilled it? And that is the scriptures that were written about him. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again. Thank God for that. Who is even at the right hand of God, and who also maketh intercession for us. Thank God for that. And this is a a famous one. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so these things are going through, you know. And, you know, this entire prophecy that we look at is summed up by two messages. The first is to those people who fear the Lord and obeys the voice of his calling, calling on them to trust. So you're called to fear the Lord and you're called to obey. But at the same time, you're to trust, which is faith. Psalm one, eighteen, six through 11, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. The Lord is on my side. That's what we need. Absolutely. Verse 7, the Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Now, you know, there's one thing that when you get into the Psalms, the, the writers of the Psalms were really descriptive about the things they faced. And many times they would write it in language where you could see the kind of trouble they were facing and that they uh, were at the end of their rope. They, but still, they would always close the Psalm with an affirmation of trust in the Lord, and the Lord would deliver them every time. And David is really good at this. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It It is better to trust in the Lord but confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. You see? I mean, you look at this. Psalm 118, and this is the latter part of the, the psalm, you know. And here you are, you know, it's better to trust in the Lord, put confidence in man. Why? Because you're surrounded, you're about ready to get destroyed. It is better to trust in the Lord, put confidence in princes. Because many times your politicians are no good, they're no help. Matter of fact, when, when the politicians, the politicians, when Babylon invaded Judah, the, pa- <laughs> the people that ran the country... You know, the king and all of his sons and everybody left. But see, the armies of Babylon caught him. And so, yeah, that's a good way, isn't it? Just leave your people. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Now, see, when we see this, we remember what the Lord said about Jerusalem, that I will gather the nations down there and judge them at Jerusalem. That's the point. See, now there's, there's, you can see even the politics today. We can see where the United Nations, and, and which is full of Muslim nations. You can see Russia, who is getting antsy with things. China as well. They would all go against um, Israel if it meant, you know, to bring them their desired result. And so... And they compass me about, yea, they compass me about in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them, so that's those verses. So verse ten it says, "Who among you, who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeys the voice of his servant? Now see that's what I was saying earlier. The prophecy is summed up by two messages: If you fear the Lord, you're going to obey the voice. and if you're walking in darkness and you don't have the light in other words you don't know the lord you're you're to trust in the name of the lord and stay concentrate focus seek him who is among you that fears the lord unfortunately in america we don't have a lot of those yeah. And the entreaty here of the Redeemer to all who love and fear God, who may be placed in circumstances of trial and darkness as he was. And the Lord died. He was in the earth for three days. And, uh, and that's when he led captivity captive. But anyway, to imitate his example, we're not to rely on our power our own power, but to put trust in the name of the Lord, in the arm of the Lord. And, of course, this some of these comments in this section down below here is Albert Brooks, Albert Barnes, rather. The message is from him who confided in God and committed his cause to him. He had never left or forsaken him. Encouraged by his example, he exhorts all others to cast themselves on the care of him who would defend a righteous cause. And I think that's important. I think that within the scope of where we're at today and even Israel being in the land, you know, there's a lot of people that want Israel's land. And they want to remove the Jews there. And you have a whole other group of people that want to deny him that. I mean, we have. And the Lord warned about all of the false prophets. You know, all of the false teachers. And all of the wicked who would come against the righteous. Righteous. And he even warned that those that killed them would be sure that they were doing God a favor by doing so. And we see that today because we see Christians hunted down. And so make no mistake about it, today we are living in perilous times. Verse eleven of chapter fifty: Behold, all ye that kindle a fire, that compass yourself about with sparks, walk in the light of your fire and in the sparks that you have kindled. And this shall ye have of my hand, and ye shall lie down in sorrow. And you know, there's a lot of things here when when I see, you know, when you're at war, if. If you remember some of the descriptions of the sieges, uh, of for instance Jerusalem by the Babylonians, or um, when the Assyrians came in and tried to take Jerusalem under Sennacherib and they failed, well, see the whole army is round about and they would put up fires all over, all around, and you could see hundreds of fires. And they'd be encompassed about with fires so that they can walk in the light of the fire. They can see where they're going. And, of course, the fires are sparking. And, you know, they're able to look around. And and for them, that's safety because they can see that. And, of course, for the Assyrians, they had their fires. They had their sparks. They had their ammunition, you know, their their swords and and uh, their siege towers—they had everything that you could want. And this is the end of that verse: says, "This shall you have of my hand; you will lie down in sorrow." You know, it's not going to do you any good. The efforts of humans, no matter at what time and period. Now, see, this is the problem with being in our modern technological age. I have said for many years that today's society of technology believes that if they would have been in captivity in Egypt like the Jews were, that it would have been simple for them to destroy Egypt because of their technology that they would have. You know, the thing of it is, is that every generation, from the beginning to now and further generations, however many they go, is that the efforts of man, whether through technology or personal means, no matter what it is, is never going to overthrow the hand of the Lord. But see, Psalms 2 covers that. Matter of fact, at the end of Psalms 2, it says, kiss the son, lest he be angry. You know, and if you want to kiss the son, you know how to do it? Repent. Receive him and confess your sins. And walk in the light of his glory. And his strength. That's the way you kiss the sun. And that's S-O-N. Not S-U-N. Don't try to kiss that sun. You're going to get burned. So the efforts of humans. To try to duplicate the salvation of God. Through Jesus Christ. May seem like they may work. And, And of course we can see that. With many, many, you know, you can take the Hindus, the Muslims, you can take the black nationalist Hebrews who declare that they are the original Jews and they're all blacks. And there's a lot of others and they follow these things. The Hindus are the same way. And, you know, there is a path, scripture says that seemeth right to man. And of course they walk that path. But in the end thereof, it brings death. That's scripture. You can't just go out. We have the truth because we know the truth because the Lord is in us. And his spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're child, a child of God. It's not blind faith. It is faith in the Lord who makes his presence known to those who truly love him. And see, for this, if we remember his resurrection, he didn't appear to the high priest, the high mucky muck. He didn't appear to the Roman authorities. He appeared only to those who loved him and believed upon him. And so, when you take a human effort to duplicate the salvation of God, it may seem like a momentary spark in the darkness, But if you compare that to the light of the sun, it's nothing. And I also say this, you know, Satan is known as Lucifer, the light bearer. But Lucifer or Satan, it says of Satan that he can appear as an angel of light and he has light. But that light is nothing compared to the glory of the Lord. And so, once you know the true light, any other light is not going to work. Because in this age, we have deliverance. Now, this verse, verse 10, refers to the wicked. In the previous verse, there was a call for those to put their trust in God. And and the whole emphasis on the verse is like, that's what they would do. And so when you get in times of calamity, well, let's say the tribulation, the righteous are going to be taken care of. But the wrath of God, tribulation, you're going to try your own power to get out from under it. And see, the last part of that, this is the last verse 11 of this chapter. This shall ye have of my hand, ye shall lie down in sorrow and and see the challenge is is from a finite man to challenge an infinite God, and in our finite, uneducated, unredeemed ways, we think. Just like when they were building the Tower of Babylon. Well, if we build this, we can rise up to the throne of God and overthrow Him. They had no clue how far they had to go. Today, we believe we can build a rocket ship and find God. We believe that we can challenge Him and bring Him down. See, there's always that challenge. And see, the light of the wicked, the deception that Satan brings is bright enough to deceive those who have rejected Christ and those who haven't received Christ. It's a warning. As Scripture says, those that love death hate the Lord. Now, I don't recommend hating the Lord. But out of my own admission, for about 12 years, that's my estimate, I had an argument with the Lord. Now, I didn't hate him. I didn't dislike him. I didn't reject the Lord. didn't reject Jesus Christ. But I had an argument with him from an experience I had. And... Finally, after a long time, the Lord came into the room where I was at. It was in my house, my family was asleep. And he was right behind me, and I could hear him clear as day. And he was calling me out. And see, we had been seeking the Lord at that time, we had decided that we needed to draw closer. Of course, it was his spirit drawing us. And see, our call to the end of days and what we do today what began with me in that living room. I was all alone, but he was behind me. And I could hear his voice clear as day. And I even... You know, when he called me out, I said, Lord, look at me. I can't do this. But see, he doesn't listen to that. <laughs> you know, you're called. I'm calling you out. You're going to, you know. And so he gives you the strength. And there's things that God has done, person. Tower can tell you. She'd be the first to tell you that God does provide and he does help you and he is concerned for you. He's full of love and mercy. And so when we look at these verses by Isaiah, I don't see a wrathful God. I see a God who sent judgment in order to bring people into the arena where they would be found okay with God. Because as they were, they needed to change. Because in judgment, I have found, and that's the major thing I found through Isaiah, in judgment, there's mercy. In judgment, God works not to kill you, but to redeem you. But in the process, it's going to hurt. Because in my process of arguing with the Lord, I found darkness. I found a place that I never want to go back to. And God will let you fall so much, and then right there as you dangle... With one little thin thread, his hand scoops you up. And I remember the Lord said, when I spent a long time repenting, the Spirit of God said, are you done now? And it was like, I woke up. I said, yes. He said, then get up. He was just like, okay, we're done. It's all over with. You're accepted. Now get up. And up and been up ever since. And I want to admonish you, when you listen to Isaiah, don't just listen to uh, things about Jews and, and Isaiah. Listen to what God is saying. Because as Paul said, these are things written for our understanding and enlightenment so we can understand how God works. Make no mistake, though, if he has to, he will. Isaiah 65, verse 12, Therefore I will number you to the sword, and you shall all bow down to the slaughter, because when I called, you did not answer. When I spake, you did not hear, but did evil before my eyes, and chose that wherein I did not delight. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, my servants shall eat, but you shall be hungry. My servants shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. My servants shall rejoice, but you shall be ashamed. My servants shall sing for joy of heart, but you shall cry for sorrow of heart and shall howl for vexation of spirit. Father, thank you for your word. Bless your word. To these who hear it, whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan and the powers of darkness, from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word. In Jesus' name. Okay, Tower. Okay,
1: here we are. Oh, I to get
0: my microphone.
1: so okay, here we are. Yeah, I'm thankful for his call. And, and he always makes a way no matter what when, and we can't see it always but he will make a way
0: yeah well at so, any rate Well,
1: I want to thank you for joining us whenever you do it's our pleasure to have you with us we enjoy it we enjoy hearing from you and may God Richly bless you and keep you. Stay safe. Look to him. We pray for you. And please pray for your brethren around the world and for us. Because God hears our prayers and he he listens and he answers in the way that's best for all of us. Good night everybody. We love you.
0: I want to admonish you to go by our websites at warren-usa.com and DanaGlynsmith.com, and be sure to check out all of the shows there. You can get up in the nav bar, and we have more directions to uh, the series than we have. The Isaiah series is 153 episodes. You're not going to you're not going to listen to that in a couple of weeks. But um, they're there. There is a lot of stuff. And you're not going to be bombarded by a lot of ads. And uh, you can also contact us. And if you have trouble with the websites, contact us and let us know what it was and when it was. I also admonish you to check out my book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. And it's in a lot of places i could list them all but i wouldn't i wouldn't remember them all right now but we have sources overseas where this book is sold and, and if they don't have it in stock they can order it it's as simple as that it's on amazon and that's the simplest place but it's also on barnes and noble and a lot of others and you can get our ebook for instance uh at walmart online and you can also get it with google play online i mean it's really weird having it that but check it all out because this book is good you'll appreciate it i finished it before covid and it has some prophetic things that'll give you some understanding in what we're facing right now so check it out but it's also a fiction so enjoy the story And it's not going to be too heavy. It's a good read. So check out the book The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. And in doing so, you know, that will make me happy that you enjoy the book and that you got the book. Till next time, take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Be prepared and seek the Lord. And understand. That to WIBR Warren Radio, we are an in-time radio ministry. And we are looking for the Lord Jesus Christ. And God is alive and his miracles are relevant and they happen all the time. Be found in him. Shalom, everybody.